Hey there, working moms. Welcome to episode eight of Mom Talk. So thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Um, today, what I want to talk about is really my attitude. So this is going to be kind of a funny one. I'm going to specifically relate that to um, how my attitude and how I see my husband and how the dynamics work as um, just working adults. Uh, but you could apply what we're going to talk about today to any relationship in your life. And so kind of um, get ready. This is going to be a good one. And uh, we're going to talk about some real practical ways. We always love applying the practical and helping us to see as Christian working moms, how can we apply these different things in our lives, in our businesses to really make a difference? Because that's really what our goal is as working moms, is to be able to, like a ripple effect, go out and make a difference for all those in our lives, in our businesses, and our families, everywhere we go. So um, let's talk about my attitude. <laughs> so specifically towards my husband. So this is what I've been noticing as I'm just walking through lots of years of marriage and lots of years of being a working mom. I'm a homeschooling mom. I'm, I wear a lot of labels. I'm a wife, a mother, homeschooling mom, business owner, um, all this kind of stuff. And so in those different roles, what I've noticed a couple of things, and and actually all these things point back to my attitude. And so you might get get a kick out of this. You might be able to relate to this. And then hopefully in that, you'll actually, again, take some practical tools and tips and information that you can use to be able to make some shifts and be set free in your life. So um, one thing that I notice, and this is kind of point number one, is I think I'm always right. And sometimes it hits me uh, in a difficult way when I find out that I'm not right. And so... I don't know, as like, uh, maybe it's based on my personality type, maybe it's based on just the way I was raised, maybe it's based on my specialized knowledge, being an expert in my field. But ladies, don't you know, oftentimes I find that on any particular topic, in my own mind first, I think that I'm right. I actually think that I'm right about almost everything. Um, and what I've noticed as I've gotten older and just walked through a lot of ups and downs in life that actually I'm not always right. And sometimes that hits me like a ton of bricks. Sometimes I find that it's um, one of those things where it surprises me. Sometimes it humbles me. Sometimes it's um, one of those things where I have a hard time admitting that I'm not right or even worse that I'm actually wrong. And so, um, I don't know, maybe I'll give you a practical example. Um, my husband and I were interacting over the weekend and he, I was expecting in my mind that he would do or say something. Now, remember what I just started out with. I was expecting inside my mind that he would say or do something. And then based on that, I kind of had a, um, I don't know, a way in which the conversation would play its way out. Well, he didn't act that way. And he didn't say the things that I thought that he should or that he would. And so then I kind of went in my own head. All this was going on inside my head. This had nothing to do with him. He didn't do anything wrong. Just a little disclaimer there. Um, but in that, what I found that I, when he didn't act and say in a certain manner, then um, I was kind of getting... I was getting a little bit hurt now, a little bit offended, uh, defended, uh, excuse me, offended. Now, 
context in this is that we had been talking about a certain topic and I was we had actually talked about working this way out but again it was a lot of this was going on in my head so when I shared this with my husband I, I said you're gonna actually get a kick out of this this is what I was thinking and he laughed like he always does he's super easygoing and just amazing at not getting offended and letting stuff go. But when I walked myself through that process and shared that with him, then what I realized that as I said it out loud, I thought, oh, well, that was kind of stupid. Why would I even think that? Now, the other element that I hadn't shared with you previously, but I will right now is, so this circumstance kind of happened. I thought it would happen a certain way. It didn't. And so then I allowed myself to be like, hmm, I wasn't really like full-blown mad, sad, upset, offended, or anything like that. But I noticed what I was is was kind of like apathetic towards my husband. And so that was like yesterday, so that it worked its way out all night long. And I wasn't unkind to him. I wasn't rude to him. None of that. But what I noticed is when I woke up this morning, I kind of had this thing, like this little tiny cloud hanging over me. And I was like, hmm, that's really weird. So I did what I normally do, and I dove into the Word, and I started praying, like, Holy Ghost, reveal to me what's really going on here. Show me some truth. So then in that, what I find that God does to me a lot of times is like, oh, little buddy, you thought that this is how it was going to be. And so God revealed to me, hmm, yeah, Anita, you were actually wrong in that, and here's kind of what was really happening. And the Holy Spirit showed me, and then I took a walk, and the Holy Spirit showed me more. Like, that was a thing only in your mind. You thought that you were right, and you weren't really walking in the truth. And so the practical lesson in that was I allowed myself to listen to the Holy Spirit to change my perspective. And then in that, when I went back to my husband, I shared that with him. And now we just had a, both had like a great laugh and, you know, hugged each other and said, I love you. And it was one of those things, like it was an issue in my mind, but it didn't need to be because I thought I was going to be right. And as soon as I laid that down, I actually saw how silly it was. And so, um, that was just one of those things when it comes to my attitude, um, and shifting my attitude, there's a difference between what my perception says and then what the facts are sometimes and then what the truth is based on what God's word said. So that was point number one in being able to shift my attitude in a healthy direction. And then again, when we're talking about in the context of um, interaction with my husband and I, but you can apply this to any area in your life. Okay, so the second thing is you'll notice that it kind of dovetails off this is my perspective. So really, I thought I was right in this situation, but my perspective was off. So there's like your perspective, there's the other person's perspective, and then somewhere in the middle, there's some truth in there. Some of it's Sometimes your perspective, my perspective is false. Sometimes my husband's perspective is false. But somewhere in the middle there, oftentimes as we come together and we're able to see the other person's perspective, well, then we can find the truth right in the center there. So practically the way that works out is just talking with one another. Just really sharing, hey, I thought this was what going on. When you said that, it kind of hurt my feelings, but that hurt wasn't really about you. It was about me, and so then I took some time. So another example, about a week and a half ago, I took some time. This scenario was working itself out, so I took some time 
to really realize, oh, when I when he said something that offended me, my perspective went back to an old wound. And so once I took the time to look into that, I realized, oh, well, what he said was really completely neutral. It was no big deal. Um, but it, it kind of touched on something. It, it poked at something that was a little bit of a wound. So it gave me the opportunity to get some healing from that and then go on. And then once the healing happens, don't we know? So that healing, if you're not familiar with that, that looks like going to, for me, it looks like going to the father, not my earthly father, but the father, and saying, oh, gosh, that was brought up a memory from something with uh, an old family member, or maybe for me, like it might be something with my ex-husband. And then I realized like, oh, I was responding to my husband in a way that had nothing to do with our interaction right there. My perspective was off. And so I went back and said, Lord, just heal that right now. And so that's as easy as healing can happen that fast in that situation where your heart is ready to recognize, oh, that's an old wound. Ah, Jesus, come in and just heal that right now. Like you have full authority to be able to do that and you're so capable. And so that's point number two is practically shifting your perspective. And sometimes your perspective is off. Sometimes there's some um, happy, no, some truthful ground in the middle of your perspective and the other person's perspective. And oftentimes, more times than not, when there's a wound that comes up um, or like a, a more dramatic response, like, ooh, that really hurt when you said that. Usually it's a wound from your past and healing can happen right away. So see how ladies, we're not here. We're not talking about religion. We're talking about relationship with the father, with Jesus, with Holy Ghost and healing happens immediately. And then it actually releases me and the other person I'm um, in communication with. And then we can go on and have healthy conversation from there. Okay, so point number three is surrendering. And I know, ladies, sometimes those of us, especially raised in like the United States, the word surrender really, uh, if you were raised in a household where, um, oh, I don't know, like you had maybe like from a Gen X or on, like uh, the word surrender uh, has a connotation that's very negative. Um, you maybe you were raised in a household with women, like we heard the word surrender, and we we're like, no way, I'm never surrendering. I'm never surrendering to a man. I'm never surrendering to this or that or whatever. Let me just tell you, like biblical surrendering is nothing like that. Um, what it means is kind of in the context of what we've been talking about about our attitudes and our perspectives and thinking that we're right. And really what surrendering means is, Lord, I'm willing to lay down those old lies to be able to walk in the truth that you have for me. And practically for me, what it looks like oftentimes is kind of like what I'm describing throughout this video. You'll notice a little bit of a trend here is I go and sit in the word and I pray and then I go for a walk. Those are kind of the three things that work for me. You can work that out however that works for you. But I'm just tell, just giving you practical ways that I can work that out. So I take in the word. I pray about it. And then I go and walk a little bit. And then in that process, all three of those steps for me, then I realize like, oh, Lord, I was holding on to something that you don't even have. You don't even want me to hold on to anymore. And so as I surrender 
that thing. It's usually a lie or sometimes can be an old wound as I surrender that old way of thinking or that old way of being right or that old way of, no, this is the only way. What happens is, is I actually free myself up to walk in more of what God has for me. So the other practical way that that can happen is as working moms, sometimes we can wake up in the morning and be like, there's like a hundred things I have to do today. Or there's like 20 things I have to do today. Or maybe for some of us, there's like five things I have to do today. Any one of those numbers might be overwhelming. But when I release my day and surrender my day to the Lord, um, that and not again, not in a religious way, but it's really asking the Holy Spirit and saying, what are the things that I need to be focusing on just for today? Then I get that fine tuning. See how my list went from like 100 items, that's overwhelming, and then I get stuck. 20 items, for me, that's still overwhelming. That's too much. I have a lot of people that depend on me each and every day and my business and my family and my marriage and all that kind of stuff. And I need to make my list even smaller than that. So I'm always asking God, what are the top one to three things, one to three things that I have to get done today? And then the rest of the things maybe get mapped out over the week. And so in that very practical way of managing my day, there's a whole lot of surrendering that has to happen in order for my day to work itself out because otherwise I get overwhelmed. And then when I get overwhelmed, I get stuck. And when I get stuck, then I don't actually move forward. So the number three point for today is actually surrendering and that biblical surrendering of recognizing, Lord, I know you have good things for me to walk in today. So in my mind, what are the things that I need to lay down so that I can actually walk in the fruit and in the prosperity and in the, um, I don't know, in the success that you have for me today, the accomplishments that you have for me today. See how it takes what could be something good if I allow it to be like good. Oh, goals are good. I have stuff they have to have accomplished today. But if I allow myself to get overwhelmed and then stuck and then frustrated and then I take that out on somebody else, then that takes the good and turns it into something that's not good, not full of life, not what God has for me. And so that surrendering of recognizing, hmm, I have too many things on my plate today. I need to lay a couple of things down and then maybe I'll pick them up tomorrow. And I'm much more efficient. I'm much more effective. I'm much more at peace. I'm much more um, uh, likely to accomplish the one to three tasks that are laid out uh, than I am to try to tackle 20 tasks or 100 tasks or something silly like that. I don't know. Those are the numbers that I come up in, with in my mind. Your numbers might be different. So as we're talking about shifting our attitudes, let's just kind of recap. We're not always right. Sometimes our perspective needs some shifting to that middle ground of the truth that's somewhere in between. And surrender It's good. It's really healthy for you ladies and for me. So I just want to share these things with you today. Your homework is to be able to walk through each of those things and then post. Share what you laid down. 
Share where you thought you were right and you really weren't. Share where your perspective, when you were willing to see somebody else's perspective, that helped you shift your perspective. So anytime you want to, reach out directly or leave a comment and I'll be happy to respond to you and engage in conversation with you. Know, ladies, that I care about each and every one of you that's watching or listening to the podcast on any of these platforms. Know that I'm always praying for you and I am for you. I'm your biggest cheerleader. So know that I care about you and I'm for you today. Have a good day.